This is exactly right. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is presence enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. Um, I made it home from lunch safely, so I'm here in the backyard. That's exciting. What else? What else? Well, yesterday, I charged my electric toothbrush all day. This morning, I go to brush my teeth. It tells me the battery's still out. One of us is lying. I don't know which. Uh, I'm hoping that it's not already broken, but... We'll just have to wait and see. It's back on the charging dock. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day. I know it's no longer Valentine's Day for you, but it is for me, and I just, I had to reach out and wish you a happy Valentine's Day. I've said several things, none of them really connected to each other. That's fine. We should get into the podcast. I love today's guest. She's just wonderful. It's Ginger Gonzaga. Ginger. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. Hello. I wish I had brought you uh, an electric toothbrush. (laughs) I've I've had this for maybe two months. Oh, okay. The battery. We need to write a letter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've got to reach out and complain. Yeah. We got to get on the instant chat on whatever site and we screen grab all of it and we let them know and have them send us another one. (laughs) These instant chats, uh, the AI chat is the most frustrating thing in the world. It makes you feel completely helpless. Yeah. So if I run into that... Maybe there's an 800 number or something. I have an assistant who has a gift for like the chatting customer service thing. And somehow everything comes back to me in the mail for free. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, but get me in touch with her. I need somebody to step in and solve the situation. Are you using electric toothbrush? I am not. I am aware that I won't charge it. So I've learned who I am at this point, and I just have a million toothbrushes all around the house. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah this is a new development in my life, and I... Um, brushing your teeth. Yeah, brushing my teeth yeah, in yeah. general. Uh, it, was a, it was a solid 30 years before I got into it. And yeah. <laughs> the dentist has been begging me for years. Um, no, the t- electric thing, I don't know if I'm doing it correctly. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pushing hard enough, soft enough. I think it's going to be bad for me ultimately. As you do it, yeah. Are you supposed to, you don't have the, is it supposed to just kind of do everything for you, but you monitor the pressure? Yes, I, but I don't trust that it's doing everything for me. Because <laughs> I'm got used great to, teeth. <laughs> I think I'm it's used, Thank you. I'm used to absolutely grinding my teeth with a manual toothbrush. Oh. And so when this is just barely doing anything, I question what's yeah, going on i feel like yeah. i'm headed for so many cavities uh you on the way over you got your dog a dog leash this yes. is what i've learned pre-podcast yes and i felt very guilty because i'm like she has a leash is the environment no longer going to exist because i bought this extra leash and then i was like well i could resell the other one and then it cycles back and it's like i never wasted a leash 
So where yeah, are you going to whole... resell a dog leash? <laughs> I don't know, or gift it. <laughs> Both of those are bad ideas. Dog charity? I don't know. Maybe a rescue charity. Give them some leashes. But yeah, it's a beautiful rope leash that imagines Oh, very color. nice. I feel yeah. like a rope leash is probably fairly environmentally friendly. I hope so. Fibers. Yeah. It'll disintegrate it, at some point. I'll tell myself it's biodegradable. <laughs> can be turned into some type of jewelry. <laughs> yeah. What's the other one? Is it also rope? Yeah. Well, one of them is leather. Okay. Yeah. So well, neither of these is made of plastic or anything. No, it's not plastic. I know. I was just like, oh, I'm such a consumer. <laughs> uh, well, your dog is to blame here. The yeah, dog's I know. the big shopper. You have two dogs. I have two. I have two uh, Chihuahua mutt mixes. Is rescue things. What are their names? Mills. Milk? Mills. It's oh, short milk for Millier, the director okay. who made whatever. Oh, wonderful. You know, the moon movie. And then, uh, and Lumia, who I call Lumi, and uh, she has aggression issues, so if you ever meet her, <laughs> don't pick her up. <laughs> Those are lovely partner names. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like you're cute. only buying one of them a leash. Yeah, because the other one's at Puppy Camp. What yeah. is Puppy Camp? Uh, it was like... Basically, like I had to board my dog because I was traveling so much, and I'm like, you know what? A bigger bang for your buck, boarding and training. Oh, so, of course, puppy of school. course. Yeah, and How... he's gonna come back learning French because <laughs> it was very expensive. <laughs> How old better. is he? He just turned one. Okay, I yeah. feel like uh, we got our dog. Uh, she was a year old and trained already, oh, so wow. it's been such a breeze. Yeah, but I feel like if I got a puppy, I would, I would throw ten thousand dollars at it being trained because he... uh, they're. Out of control otherwise. I know. I, that's why I could never have a big dog. Again, I know about myself. I wouldn't train the thing and it would be like, I don't know, jumping on everyone. A complete menace. <laughs> yeah. My dog has been eating dirt out of the, the pots in the house recently. I don't know how to stop her. Every night we come home. Baby genius. Really. <laughs> <laughs> there's dirt everywhere. There's dirt in her bowl. She's, at, she's got an addiction. It's bizarre. Uh, what do you do? What do you, you do? Send her twelve to twelve step. I might have to send her to get her in a program. My dog, the one, my special dog with aggression issues and a sleep startle and all the things, she decided to. Um, it was very artful. I'll have to show you a photo. She um, shat on the bed, <laughs> but in addition to that, somehow some of it was still stuck on her, and she managed to fling it on the wall. Oh my so god. So the wall oh, no. it was both the wall and the top of a guest room. Bed. Absolute mess. Yeah, I wish I could have had a camera in there. I'd probably be rich on TikTok. <laughs> Wait, and did you say you were going to show me a picture of this? Well I could. I mean I, <laughs> I mean I I'm not currently video. eating. I'll look. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'll look. <laughs> I I mean I saw the worst picture I've ever seen on Instagram last night. What was it? National Geographic posted okay. a photo that made me shriek. This is a wall, by the way. Oh, like no. That She's just... <laughs> showing me a picture, and there's just a, a piece of dog shit right Stuck on the wall. To the wall. Like, wow. This what is a not gift. a pleasant thing to what see. What a fascinating girl. Um, uh, okay, wait. What did you see? National Geographic. All right. You know, they're known for beautiful, scenic <laughs> photos, yeah. opening your eyes to the world. I opened it, and there are two of the most horrifying rats crawling out of a garbage can. I think I, I had to throw it away from me because it scared me so bad, but I think you could see sharp teeth. Wait, it was a photo? Photograph. Okay. And so, so I'm sorry, nature is now in the garbage can. Because <laughs> last I checked, it was like the savannah. But I haven't looked at a National Geographic since I was looking at the naked pictures when I was like seven. I so, mean, let me, I mean, I almost want you to look at their, I can't look at it because it will. Uh, was it on their Instagram? Yeah, I want you to look and kind of describe it to me because oh, it made me. Boy. So I, I want to reach out to National Geographic and ask them. They should, images like this should come with a warning or yeah. something. Because it really shocked me. 
Okay, not Geo. I'm Are seeing... Are you seeing rats? I'm seeing whales and babies. <laughs> I'm seeing a woman kissing a giraffe. I am seeing... What? Wait, is this... Like, this was just... <laughs> I would love to see what you were describing as a rat. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I think excuse a giraffe me, is that a is just a person in a different <laughs> land. Let's see. Uh, I see... I'm going to oh try goodness. to look it up. It's a pseudo memory. Oh, no. Quarter, Baby birds that look like I'm little pink hamsters. I'm going to look it up from Hard corner pass. of my eyes so I don't have to see the whole okay, thing. Okay, okay. And then I will show it to you on my, right. my thing because it was... That's not going to win any awards. Absolutely. Okay. Did you find I'm it? I'm sorry. Okay. It was garbage. It's garbage focused. So I didn't notice that there were okay. animals. <laughs> You're seeing it. It's like a, kind of a one of those garbage cans. It's like a net it type. is eating... Mm-hmm. Is that another pizza rat? Is it two rats? It's three rats. Th- oh, I didn't see the Coming, third. They're just disgusting. It's, it is like a size of a cat. Where is this? <laughs> New York. Of course. Of course. I love New York, oh, but I know it's I know it's running around there. It, it, yeah, it's a rat. One of them. So there's one on the ground taking the crumbs. Then there's one coming out of the garbage can. And I think he has crust from a pizza. Can it's you another see their pizza teeth? rat. I feel like, was I imagining that? Well, no, you don't see their teeth. Okay. Yeah, you were. This is that was just a trauma that response. Was yeah, that I was just yeah. putting on the image. It, or actually, I think it's a baguette or something. Oh. Um, and if you zoom in on their faces, they're very cute. If you zoom in on their tails, you're oh. like, "You disgusting vermin, get out of here!" And also, gross. Oh, just the, like you describing this is making my toes curl. This is not for me. It is a pizza. I would like to note that in the in oh. it says. Uh, yeah, so I guess there's not one pizza rat. Can you imagine getting oh. famous from being pizza rat? And now you can imagine being anybody. all the other pizza rats <laughs> yeah. and being like, "I've been doing this my entire yeah. life, and I'm getting nothing for it." Gross. But Nat Geo, come on, no, 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 that's not what we want to see on the Nat Geo page. Yeah. That should be Nat Geo Extreme or Nat Geo After Dark. Yeah, Nat Geo like, like that. wild and weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a second photo if you flip to the You're right. You're kidding. What is it? And it's a guy. I think it's safe to show you. Oh, okay. It's a guy being like, look oh. how cool it is that there's rats here. Oh, no. And that's a normalization of rats. And that's how you know the apocalypse is soon. The plague. Yeah. This is how we got <laughs> like, the plague the first time. Yeah. Oh, so gross. boy. That is. Thank you for walking me through that without yeah. actually exposing me. <laughs> Awful. Uh, what is there any type of animal that does that to you? That like that grosses me out? Fear response that I have. I mean, rats are so gross. Mice, for some reason, don't seem as gross. Right. I don't know. You know what? The grossest thing I've ever seen only in a video in junior high, which haunts me to this day, is a frog birthing about 40 frogs out of its back. What? It's so disgusting. Wait, are they the eggs? No, no, no. What? They come out alive. So what frog the, is this? So gross. And I weirdly looked it up maybe like ten years ago, and I was like, "Yep, still gross." It is like it's a large frog. My okay. guess is it's like a foot and a half long, or so my <laughs> eleven foot, eleven year old memory serves me. And then it has holes, like it has disgusting holes, like giant pores. Yes, yes. Oh yes, no! Yes. And maybe eggs are housed in its back. Oh, I don't know how it works. When it births, it's just a bunch of mini frogs crawling oh, out of the disgusting pores of its what back. Is it is this? so gross. Between that and a video I saw that like 
highlighted where germs exist. <laughs> I am forever traumatized by science class. Where does this frog <laughs> exist? That's horrifying. Find that it. is. I, I, I don't mind. know. I could Hopefully look at this. This sounds in more California. gross to me rather than threatening. The oh, rats are threatening. Just, oh yeah, yeah. Because they'll invade your space. They'll come for me. But a, a frog, you know, a new mother. Just giving birth. Oh God! Through its... I don't see any beauty in this. I'm just like, we don't need that animal on this planet. I don't know what it does for us. The miracle of childbirth with yeah, this frog. Yeah. Oh, did you find it? Yes. Do you see how disgusting <gasps> oh, that is? No. Yeah. Google frog birth from back. What? It, and they're all oh. alive at once, crawling out. Oh, that is disgusting. unfortunate. It looks like they're escaping. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And it kind of shake out all slimy mm, and weird. It's it not good gross. to look at. That is, uh, people have that uh, phobia or thing that's like, Ugh. try something that they can't look at. Things that are basically patterns or like the frog where you see a bunch of circles at once. Annalise, are you Maybe familiar with that. this? Can you, are we diagnosing me today? Because uh, We might be able to today. That's why you I came here. I would love to find out I what said, other I'm going to find have. something wrong with Ginger. <laughs> oh, trust me. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, I, a friend of mine has it and it's like try pluck, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. blah. Uh, but like even if you draw like a bunch of circles on a paper that close together, yeah. that pattern freaks them out. There's something in their brain I don't think crazy. I like that either. Yeah, I guess it's kind of almost like fungus it's or something. Dizzying. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't like anything like, if I see wallpaper and it looks like porous or disease, like <laughs> when things look like something in a Petri dish, it's too circular, uh -huh. too blobby. I'm like, that looks like a zoomed in something from a Petri dish that I don't want to know what it is. Trypophobia? Trypophobia. That's what it is. That's a fear of tripping. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> this is an aversion or repulsion to objects like honeycombs and sponges that have repetitive patterns or clusters okay. of small holes. So it's like being disgusted by the pattern. Because they're kind of gross. Yeah. Multiple holes are kind of gross. Like I like honeycomb, but if I actually stare at it a long time, I might be like, ew. Yeah, what's going Why? on Why there? Why is that? I wonder if it, I, my theory that I'm going with right now yeah. is it's like a primal thing that's afraid of like, uh, rotting or fungus or something. Yes, like a porousness. Right, that where you like death from... or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably way off. I think but, that's uh, a good theory. It's also yeah. just kind of a weird thing to see. <laughs> yeah. And that frog is the it's mother just... of all of it. Oh, it's truly God. the queen of trypophobia. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Let me ask you something. This is completely off topic. Have all restaurants recently decided to uh, decrease the temperature by 10 degrees? I think so. But they wanted to decrease the temperature by 10 degrees. They want to take the lighting down by 90% sure. and the volume up by 8,000. Yes. They and don't want you. They actually don't want you there. Please go away. I have. I can't go to any restaurant at this point where it's. I'm not chilled to the bone. Freezing? It feels like in the last four months... We've turned it down. I don't know what's going on. Do you on. think they're just, it's post COVID and nobody has any money? So they're like, come with your jacket, honey. <laughs> it's a pandemic. We're lucky to be open. Uh, that's probably true. I mean, I think because there was a point when a lot of restaurants were leaving windows or doors open. Yeah. Uh, of course, that, the yeah. weather outside is affecting. But now I feel like something else is going on. I was freezing last night where I was and they brought me a blanket. Oh. I thought that was nice. What? Yeah. Why did the restaurant have a blanket I, in the first place? I don't know, but they had lots of blankets. <laughs> and I wore one and I put it over my head like I was playing Mary in a church musical. 
I got a good 30 seconds. Did you eat that with that on? I I would have, but I Just was afraid I would dirty it. Hunched yeah. over and, your plate. Yeah, and I was with fancy executives. I didn't want them to see my <laughs> mental health issues on my face. We've got to, <laughs> we need to turn up the temperature. I need to be cozy in a restaurant. Yeah. I can't be chilled to the bone. It's maybe you fun. get cold easily. Maybe you're anemic. Whenever I'm well, cold, I'm it's because sure I'm anemic. Well, I'm sure that's true. Look at me. <laughs> I don't even know if there's blood in my body. <laughs> uh, I'm like one of those fish at the bottom of the sea or something. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, maybe that's what's going on. But I'm con- I'm wearing full coats in restaurants yeah. at this point. It doesn't work for me. It's, I know. I'm reaching out to the restaurant community. <laughs> We're, we need to turn it up even by two degrees. Yeah. Something. Maybe we can get on there their page and their animated <laughs> chat, their AI chat, and let them know our concerns. <laughs> Leave a lot of two-word Yelp reviews just too cold. Yeah. And maybe they'll get the point because I've had it. I've had enough. <laughs> Uh, the world is just absolutely falling apart. It's <laughs> horrifying to watch. What's more horrifying to watch, Ginger? <laughs> I was so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank we, you. you know, I I have a really good time usually on this podcast. <laughs> I have great guests. They come, we chat, we have a wonderful time, at least in theory. <laughs> so I was thrilled to have you here today. Thank uh, you. Maybe 20 minutes ago, I hear a knock at the door. <laughs> I open it, and here's Ginger. <laughs> holding something. Yeah. Um, it's a little brown box. Mm-hmm. Uh, the podcast, uh, again, I maybe maybe this didn't come through the emails. Maybe you <laughs> yeah, weren't aware. I, I blame my team. Uh, yeah. Blame, oh, throw yeah. them under the bus. <laughs> uh, podcast is called I Said No Gifts. And <laughs> there's this little brown box with the uh, writing on it that says beautiful wrapping paper. Uh, you obviously wrote that on there to indicate well, this is a gift. Yeah, and it's like I didn't have any wrapping papers, so then I just made it as if there was. Well, you I read it, it seems like there's beautiful wrapping paper because <laughs> it tells you that there is. Well, you're trying to get my pity now. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't. You don't have a single wrap in your house. How <laughs> embarrassing! But I don't. I don't feel bad for you at all. Okay. Uh, I feel uh, annoyed, um, <laughs> uncomfortable, and I don't know what to do, but. Uh, other than open it on this podcast. Should okay. I open it? I feel it? silly. Yes, please open it. I feel silly giving this gift, but it's a, it's a gift I keep continually giving people right now. Oh, not that you're not special. Interesting. Okay. But I feel like it's more of the moment for me to give this gift. Okay, very <laughs> interesting. Weirdly, maybe vain gift. I don't know. Before I open it, I'm going to say the box it's currently in is a very odd box because it says, do not open unless final customer. I hope you're the final customer. Is this the box it came in? Or it, is this a then No, that's box? the box it came oh, in. Oh, okay. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to find out <laughs> what the final customer is. Final does. customer sounds like I'm going to die yeah, or something. This cursed box. Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Oh, oh, I just oh got my a paper gosh. And- <laughs> Ah! And I injured I you. I my finger off. Oh, no. I'm bleeding. Oh, I'm acti- no. actively bleeding. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> get a Band-Aid. I'll be right. I'll, I'm going to run inside for just a moment. I'm now bleeding. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Ginger. So I violently assaulted you. This is a podcast first that I've been attacked <laughs> by the guests. I feel so 
so I drew blood. <laughs> An attempt on my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, listener, I'm back with a hastily put on Band-Aid. It oh looks my goodness. terrible, but I'll take care of that later. I haven't had a paper cut in a long time. When was the last time you had one? A while. It all, your Band-Aid also matches your shirt, like to a T. Oh, it's the same color. Yeah, that's very nice. How stylish yeah. of me. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm bleeding. That's fine. Uh <laughs> While I was opening it, the bigger shock was that I have this gift here, which is, yeah, very self-centered. I mean, I know. let's just put the spotlight on Ginger. It's so She's bananas. She's given me a Funko Pop of her character in She-Hulk. Yes. Nikki. But I could sign it. You could sell it. All the things. <laughs> <laughs> you could put it on eBay. <laughs> oh, I, Give it to this a charity. is incredible. Uh, I wonder why it says final customer for a Funko Pop. I don't know. Do not open unless final, final customer. Final customer. That will haunt me for the rest of my life, which might be short at this point. But okay, so you <laughs> gave me this thing. Do you own any other Funko Pops? I well, I own the Hulk and I own She Hulk. Did Disney supply these to you, or no, did you go oh, to no, the no. Funko store? Is it no, Funko no, or Funko have Pop? You to buy all of your own things when you work for Disney. <laughs> that, I believe that a thousand <laughs> yeah. I've worked for Disney. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, I just bought them, and I give them to people or get for charity things. You oh, know? sure, yeah. sure. So did you go to the Funko Pop store or order them online? I ordered them online. Okay. What yeah. do we think of the Funko Pop store? I've never I, been in one. Yeah, there was one by a place I used to live when I still lived in Hollywood, and I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what is this? I never went inside. I didn't, I didn't realize until I had my own doll that – that store was a thing with uh, dolls for adults, I guess, or whatever <laughs> it is. And now I know all these people that have Funko Pops, and I'm like, okay, I don't know. It seems so weird to me. Yeah, there's like a collector <laughs> aspect uh, to it where they have those enormous lines outside the yeah. store. Yeah. The whole thing makes me a little uneasy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they're great. <laughs> uh, no, I don't get it. Um, or I guess I do, collect collector type things. Right. I don't know. I mean, for us, they will like, like people will have us sign them, and then it's like that's they like that better than a selfie or something, or oh, you know what I mean? Interesting, right? Yeah. Right. But I like it for myself because it's a brown doll. It's and, it's adorable. Yeah, and when I grew up, I had like all these white Barbies and and when I, and I had one Hawaiian Barbie uh. that my mom got me, but I was always like Clark experimenting and just choosing <laughs> the blonde Barbies or so were all my friends. Oh. So it was weirdly sweet in that way and also totally bizarre. This is great. When did you find out they were going to be making this of you? Um, they just, um, um, and we don't have to talk about this, by the way. I do want to talk about this. I mean, <laughs> how many people have a doll made of them? It's, so it's funny. very odd. Yeah, they. I guess they made an Instagram post, and so we knew that She-Hulk and uh, the Hulk, or Jen Walters and the Hulk and myself would be in the first round of She-Hulk Funko Pops. Okay. And I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> It's such an honor. It's a huge honor. Yeah. I mean, you're uh, contributing to landfill yeah, problems. There's going to be a whole island of this doll oh at some point. Oh, my gosh. No, you can melt it down and you can make it a plate. <laughs> and then you can reuse that plate. And um, No, yeah. these are collectors, so people will hold on to them. I think that this feels like a decent use of plastic. 
Yeah. We're not throwing these uh, out. We're I not throwing them into no, yeah, garbage. No, yeah. Staying for forever know. and solving depression? So, yeah, mark? making people happy. Yeah. Getting people in line. So they're, you know, they're forming communities. We're forming communities. We're forming friendships. <laughs> yes. We're getting incels out of their house. But, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, I'll be in line, make some friends, Facebook community. <laughs> getting That's people so to a, an opportunity to exercise their um, communication skills. Yeah, whole thing. a little sunshine. Wow. Curing cancer. Not- that. Um, what else? No, actually, I did do a, a charity with Paul Rudd. Uh, he has a charity called The Big Slick with himself and David Keckner and uh, Sid Akis and all these people. And we go to children's hospitals. And it was so cute to see how excited they got when they would get, like, an Ant-Man Funko Pop. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's also that just that level of, like, you can't really make the kids happy unless you're famous enough to know oh, right. who you are. So <laughs> Otherwise, I, like, they're like, I who's saw, this? Yeah, I saw, like, the value... The beautiful side of the value of his, you know, his fame in that way. Because oh, it's that's... like, it doesn't, didn't matter if I was saying hi. But if Ant-Man says hi, they're like, I had a good day. Like, Give us some time. Yeah. Give it a little time. <laughs> yeah. A couple of years from now, the kids at the hospital will be screaming for you. Uh, that's very sweet. Do you yeah. collect anything? Listen to the birds, by the way. The birds are truly surrounding us. Yeah. Feels like we're going to be attacked at any moment. It's lovely. I've kind of noticed birds so much more this year, Interesting. by the way. You're finally feeling some gratitude. Y- yeah, I know, right? Because before I was just like, let me hit these things with my car. But <laughs> no, I, I don't know what it is. I lived in Venice during the pandemic and there were just birds that would sing to me every morning and I was like, this is wild. And then I've just, I've noticed them around me so much more and I love in Atlanta, I love watching them like that weird migratory oh, like, sure, sure. shapes that they make mm-hmm. in the sky. And I felt like chosen one day by all these birds because they went and landed in my tree is like their stop, <laughs> you know, and then they went off and I was like, oh, they could have been any tree in any tree but mine. Oh, that's very, yeah. very nice. Uh, what was I going to ask you before I got dis- uh, distracted by the birds? Oh, do you collect anything? Do I collect? Um, no, I was going to make a joke. I don't have one. <laughs> I don't collect anything. Enemies. Uh, I know. <laughs> what are some other things you can collect? Difficult life experiences to learn from. Yeah, is there anything um, you would want to collect? I would like to consider myself like, um, with one thing that I do, like a DL hoarder for good, in that any hotel I go to, I compulsively take all of the shampoos. Because I only use <laughs> non-toxic paraben-free, like, toiletries so I can't use whatever's in the hotel anyways but I like go out of my way to hoard as many as I can I make sure I take all of them put them in the bag make sure the maid gives me more blah 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 and then once my pile is giant and I've got this whole hoarding collection of free soaps and whatever then I give it to like the downtown women's shelter that's so smart and I feel like I got to do the collecty hoardery kind of thing but then I like purge it eventually oh that's great it's kind of a Robin Hood of hotel shampoo (laughs) and I'm just like haha like I feel like I'm stealing but I'm and the best times that I get a lot of them is if I'm filming at a hotel mm-hmm. because anytime time you film at a hotel the production has to book like the whole floor right, so right. I just me and the PA just go through all the floors and we steal and I'm just like oh man we have like 50 soaps and conditioners that's and so then, smart yeah everybody should be doing that yeah. anytime you're on vacation collect the soaps yeah. and then give them away because I do think that if you just use a little bit of it I do think it gets thrown I think right. legally I don't think they can use product e- yeah and that's tacky anyway yeah. we're not giving away ta- uh, yeah. use shampoos yeah, get some filled. class yeah 
So I don't know. It is. I do. I feel like I'm stealing. And this is, well, no, you're just give, uh, it's for the greater good. <laughs> yeah. These hotels have plenty of shampoo. Yeah. And, you know, they're always trying to rip us off. Yeah. Lately, it's like they won't clean your room and they're still hiding behind COVID where it's just like this oh, isn't everybody hides behind COVID for all the things <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, the hotels are not getting a pass yeah, anymore yeah. no 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 uh, hotel shampoo bottles I love those little bottles I haven't yeah. used one in a long time they're fun yeah it's a nice little yeah. souvenir at the very least yeah. Um, yeah I don't collect anything I don't even know at this point that it, maybe I, it's just a lack of interest in everything that I just don't collect a single thing. Maybe you don't need the permanence of like co- the collecting. Yeah, maybe we should part. look at this as a better part of my yeah, personality. Yeah. I'm beyond, yeah, yeah, beyond yeah. the physical, beyond <laughs> yeah. the material. Now I wonder. Let's see, what could I collect? People, stamps is a classic. Coins is a classic. I collect people. People. I try a nice to collect to really co- good people. So you look at people think, as objects. Yeah, is yeah, what yeah you're people saying. as objects. I put them in a room. <laughs> I hope one day they'll get out. But I do actively collect like lovely people. Mm-hmm. I think go out of my way, or I consider them collected in my life once <laughs> I found them, and I'm like, oh, you're you're great. Are yeah. you somebody who will just make a surprise phone call? Maybe. Okay. Well, so that's a no. I don't know. I'm like, well, I'm just, I would probably be unaware that it felt like surprising. Oh, interesting. I would probably be on that side. Like, I don't, I have a bad con, I think it's like an ADHD thing where it's like, you, you're not aware of how much time has passed. Like, oh, yeah. I'll just like call someone. If I haven't seen someone in a while, it's, I'm like, they still have that affection in my mm-hmm. life. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, I haven't talked to Aisha in a minute. Let me call Aisha. And it might, I imagine it might be weird, but I'm like, I have time. I don't think that's weird at all. Yeah, I I think it's uh, very nice. (laughs) Then it might be feel like a surprise, you know? Yeah, I think it is usually a surprise to the other person. But if you're collecting all these people, I don't make that. I'm trying to be better about making surprise phone or just phone calls in general (laughs) without scheduling and uh, making last minute plans. I love I've started to really love a last minute plan. Oh, cool. Getting a text two hours before dinner and be like, do you want to get dinner? Yeah. What a nice thing to happen rather than like scheduling three weeks out and then it just becomes this dreadful event uh, yeah, in your it's life. Yeah, weird like sticker on your calendar or whatever. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to encourage everyone in my life to just reach out last minute. Yeah, that's it is nice. There's some spontaneity. It's yeah, like, you feel cool. Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. I just go to dinner on a Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, you have to admit in the moment that there's nothing going on <laughs> yes, in your life, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. kind of a problem. <laughs> uh, but it is nice. It's just like, oh, sure, I'm not, I'm just sitting on the couch uh, watching my life go down I, the drain. I'll, <laughs> I'll get dinner with you. Uh, um, I think we all need to make, uh, especially in LA, yeah. I think that's very difficult to do. What plans are last minute? Last minute. Yeah. I have certain friends that I know, like if I'm going to make a last minute plan, I kind of, I have like my five that I can reach out to. Okay. You know the what five I mean? who don't have any other friends, no one <laughs> yeah. else in their lives. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if they planned anything Let's for today. check out this loser. Yeah. <laughs> Or they're just more, uh, I don't know, flexible or I don't know. Yeah. Losers. The other word yes, I'm looking for. Loser is the word. For, that's the only word we can describe them with. Uh, do you like to get a surprise phone call? Uh, if I can see the number. Okay. Yeah. But like a unknown oh, well, unknown caller no. sets me into a panic attack. Yes. To the point where I actually have had to have friends like in a therapy way actively like neutralize that for me. You know, because I would associate unknown caller uh-huh. with like scary people. Oh, of course. So they've, I've like had friends like text me, like they know to text me in advance, like, 
I'm calling and it's unknown. And uh-huh. I'm like, okay. Or like now I have positive association with certain, my friend Vincent Piazza uses an unknown thing, but Ooh. he's a love. So I would be like, okay, text me before. And then I know it's Let you. Let me know. Yeah. And help me flip this in my brain. And now unknown doesn't scare me as much, but I would always, I think I run uh, thinking that an un, a surprise call is a tragedy. There's <laughs> oh, something, right. something, someone died happened, right. there, or there's an ask. <laughs> someone needs something, you know. It's just not good news yeah. either way. Yeah. I'm now, as we talk about this, remembering that at some point, like in maybe five years, well, actually less than that, a few years ago, I think my phone number was one digit away from... A senior citizen's phone number. Yeah. And I was constantly getting calls for this senior citizen. Who had dumb friends. Let's be honest. Well, but now the the calls have stopped and I'm realizing, oh, no. Did did the person... (laughs) No. I I don't want to think about it, but I... Oh. How do you know as a senior citizen uh, you didn't see them? (laughs) What kind of deep dive did you do? Because all of their friends were old people. You could just tell by the vocal quality. I mean, maybe they switch providers. Or by the racism. Let's let's hope that. (laughs) The misogyny. (laughs) No, let's just assume... The best they got, they switched from <laughs> they, Verizon to T-Mobile or something. Yes, they switched, or they had, they were like, "I don't need all these calls, and I'm setting a boundary in my life." And then they <laughs> changed their phone number. Finally, at 75, they learned, <laughs> "I don't have to take all these phone calls or respond to all these people." And uh, yeah, so that's what happened. They're still alive. Everything's great. And for their sake, let's hope they were like 99. Uh, yeah, 75 yeah, yeah. would still be a pretty tragic. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Maybe they went off the grid. You could call the number. Oh, that's a, I'll dial my number. Well, that the, could take a while. Yeah. That could take a while. But uh, person, whoever you are, reach out. I hope you're yeah. okay. I hope you're safe. I hope you're cozy. I hope you haven't died. Oh, that would be such a tragedy. Uh, yeah, I I do appreciate a surprise phone call. Our mutual friend, Jessica Gao, yes. really looks at it as a challenge for me. She will call me at all kinds of hours and she'll oh, be listening that. to this podcast and I'm sure she's going to call very quickly. I should be, I'm going to have to be aware of the timing of this because I'm going to be getting a call from Jessica. I appreciate that because I do, uh, I do text her at pretty, uh, my new thing is like, if you don't want to be woken up, then you'll have your phone on silent or whatever. Uh-huh, once right, you go to bed. Right. Then I do take the liberty to text her at very odd hours and I'm like, she gets it. <laughs> also, she knows me and I'm a spaz. She's not going to be mad at yeah, it. Yeah, she's fine with yeah. it. I have been absolutely abusing the do not disturb feature on my phone. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. Oh, it's inc- oh, it feels so good to just get nothing from anyone. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, I missed all of this. And I right, know. Now it's yeah. on my terms. Yeah, it is. And they know. Because they actively crossed that boundary and texted when it said, do not disturb. Yes. And then, uh, yeah. And then did you know there you can you can set it so some people see the thing? And Never happening people- for me. Oh, I don't want anyone gosh. coming through the gates. Yeah. I've got to block everyone. Yeah. Have you set a thing where you can have a few people come through? Yes. My assistant can come through. And depending on the day, sometimes other people okay. can come. Maybe my, my, my reps so you get to program several different ones? Is it like a... Yeah, you can choose like how many people can break through. Okay. You can choose whether or not people see that you have it on Do Not Disturb. Oh, wow. I yeah. need to get into it. You can see who... You can program to who can see 
That's some, that's some, sounds like some dating weird, <laughs> passive aggressive, you know, gamey type stuff. But I always, I always have it on there when I have it, you can see it. And then, but certain people can break through. And I think they know they can. You they, should be able to have like an away message. I would lo- like it to just yeah, respond, leave cute. me alone or something. Yeah. Something cute, like leave me alone. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Where's that AIM away message we all need? I know. I feel like Apple, somebody there has to be listening. Yeah. There's a new uh, idea the new for iteration. the next update. Yeah. Uh, away messages bring back the late 90s, early thousands. Yeah. We all love an away message. Uh, wow. I'm so good at thinking of phone ideas. Maybe yeah. I, maybe it's a new <laughs> career path for me. What was it? What kind of away messages did you have when you were like AIME? <laughs> that's, see, that's an interesting thing for me. I wasn't really allowed to be on AIM uh until the point that I didn't really care about away Why messages. Why weren't you allowed? Uh, because my parents wouldn't let, me, wouldn't let me on. What if it was because I was like a, a criminal or <laughs> yeah, something? Yeah, because you've been in jail. You're not allowed to have contact with the outside so world. So my parole awesome. officer yeah, actually monitored my internet usage yeah. and uh, was, I was not allowed on AIM. Uh, no, I just, I think like by the time I was on AIM, I was like a later teens and I didn't care yeah. about an away message. Yeah. Or maybe I'm lying and I had them and I, I've just forgotten. What were you putting on? I, mine always said it was like an underline and it said cliche quotation here because oh, everyone always had some dumb quote uh, like dance like no one's watching like as their away thing like this is who i am here's my bumper sticker quote it was so dumb or at least you know the people i knew in college <laughs> what we're finding out is you don't like anyone in what your a, life you've surrounded a, yourself with listen, losers everyone's blocked we call the losers for the last minute lunch my friends who know I call them for last minute lunch are going to be very sad when they hear this. I love them, though. I do. We love them. We love everybody. Uh, yeah, I wish I could remember. Actually, if I remembered, I'd probably be humiliated about by my <laughs> aim away messages. I can't imagine what lame thing I was thinking uh, in the late 90s, early thousands. But uh, I, I wonder if I had Gmail away messages. Who cares? Oh, yeah. I don't think I've had Nobody that. chats anymore. Yeah. We're all done I chatting. Know. Yeah, I never did like the G G chat. You never did G chat. Yeah. I uh, I kind of got off G chat. I guess like when I was working a normal office job, I was yeah. G chatting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're at a desk all day, right? That's different. Yeah, but I think people are now on Slack. Roller skating all day. Oh, on <laughs> We know modern oh, society. Slack. You're either on Slack, yeah. or you're at the roller rink. Yeah, you're those are the, at the two options. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been on Slack once during a Zoom pandemic game of Mafia where we were playing Mafia mm. on Zoom, which lasted two days and was insane. And oh then God. also, if you wanted to further chat with people, you could chat on Slack. And I was just like, this is this is too much for me. That's overload. Yeah. Wait, the Mafia game lasted two days? It was very elaborate, yes. Melanie Linsky is amazing with oh, Mafia incredible. games. And she has a wonderful group, eclectic group, um, ever-changing, wonderful pot of people. And so it was like, uh, yeah, it lasted two days. So to the point where you're texting people and trying to manipulate them and make you think. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, that's so involved. Uh, not Mafia. Like it went on, it carried on through to the next night. So it existed during the next day, like outside of the Zoom. Wow, it becomes part yeah. of your reality. Yeah. It was, oh. But at the height of the pandemic, everybody had to was find doing something weird to stuff. <laughs> yeah. I also game nights and they worked pretty pretty well. I was surprised. Right. Not mafia, but other Yeah, game nights were uh, fun. I uh, Some of those games, some of those uh, 
word games or whatever really annoyed me. Uh, what were some of the word games? I, what are they Wordle? called? Not Wordle. Like the ones that you're doing a party game over Zoom, but it's like funny prompts and oh, the guy's have more annoying voice. I was only invited to... I have to plan my own parties. This is how, I got to get, get my, invited to my mafia party. Everything else I have to plan on my own. I wonder what the longest mafia game ever has... I mean, you could kind I of have like it go it for a year, right? Th- yeah, maybe. I feel like it was this one. Were you mafia? I'm never mafia. Really? Which is a bummer. I might have been. I don't know. Oh, I know what I was doing during this game. I was just playing a weirdo wild card, and I think I even... I kept trying to convince people that I was mafia, even though I wasn't, because everyone in this group knows that I want to be mafia. Mm-hmm. So I kept using the Zoom to have, like, knives in the background <laughs> casually, and just random, like, you know... Uh-huh. Things that would make me look like I was a villain, but uh, they didn't buy it. They know I never get Do to Do you mafia. get really into Mafia when you're playing it? I get into the Mafia to the point where there's a character called the Alien, and I really want to be the Alien. <laughs> and one time I was the Alien, and one time everyone knew that I was the Alien. And if you're the Alien and people think you're Mafia, then the whole town explodes. And after a while, people saw that my fantasy was almost coming alive. I was like shaking. I was so happy. <laughs> and they could tell. And then someone someone ruined it. But they almost let me have my moment where I was finally like the alien that exploded everything. Wait, is alien a normal part of Mafia? I think it's in some Mafias. It's where like it. the role is that you're not you're an alien, but if you can convince people that you're mafia and they vote you out as mafia, you're like, ha just K. JK, I was an alien and the whole game Oh, explodes. interesting. Yeah. I need and you to... get to like pretend to be an alien for five seconds. It's really you're an off theme, I feel like. Yeah, it is. It's not really <laughs> Why like... isn't it like FBI yeah, or yeah, something? Town CIA, or, uh, you know. rival mob or something. Well, listen, they're out there. We got floating uh, balloons that we're shooting out of the sky. Ginger, I'm telling you. <laughs> A few episodes ago, balloons. <laughs> a few episodes ago, I said, "I think something is going to happen from space this year." Yes. Do okay. Do we think? I okay. This is what I'm going to say. They haven't ruled it out, which is fun. Right. We're which living is fun in the, maybe I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're living in the thrill of it, the potential of aliens. Yeah. I don't think this is the alien invasion. I think this is the appetizer. This is the tease. Uh, the real yeah. aliens are coming later this year. Let's hope. Because bring it on. <laughs> you know, after a pandemic, it's time for aliens. Like, they want to be like, how much can your brain handle? <laughs> and I don't know if people's brains can handle that much is what we've all learned. But I will say my friend took a really cool video of random uh, things in the sky. It, yeah. Like, it looked like um, it wasn't as... Uh, concrete as a balloon. Right. But it was like little uh, flurries and it, it was really odd. Oh. Yeah. It looked, if you saw the video, you'd be like, wow. Where was this? It was just in his backyard. In LA. Yeah. Okay. And it was just like little, I mean, I sound crazy. I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> Whoa. Speaking of that, can I tell you a really funny of story? Of course. Speaking of people who believe in aliens, I love the concept of aliens, but I did a, I did a, I did a show recently and one of the actors, Somehow we were talking about things. We weren't. We were talking about woo-woo stuff. We mm-hmm. hadn't gotten on aliens yet. And I love this person. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll have her tell me the story on a podcast one day, so she knows that I'm not. This is not judgment. But she, <laughs> she was like, we were all in a warming van or whatever, traveling, and she was like, uh, and Tom Arnold is behind us, which just makes the story funnier. Oh, yeah. And she's like, um, so we're talking about whatever, not not aliens. But she kept having me. She's like, have you made contact? Have you, made, have you made any contact? And I'm trying to, there's a couple conversations happening. She's like, have you, have you made contact? And then I was like, oh, she, she's, a, she's got an alien story. She's about to tell me. So I go, oh, with aliens? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, no, I, I, I haven't made contact. She was like, I have. 
I have. <laughs> yeah. So then she launches in to, you know, the light beings that she's seen. And then one was really, really tall and, and one was really, really short. And it was 25 years ago. Oh and it's a very, very fun story. I will say the part where she lost me was when she went... And I was sitting down and she did this thing, jiggle thing with her hands. And she went, and my ass started to vibrate. And I was just like, <laughs> it was one of those things where like everyone behind you is listening to you entertain this conversation <laughs> in a normal way. So you're like, I wonder what they think about. Uh, of I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was just like, I was so on board with the snowman looking alien, the tall light being looking alien that was full of love. But when you went <laughs> To basically anal probing, <laughs> I was like, that just sounds cliche. You know what I mean? Right. That She's heard that it, somewhere it else. Cliche. Yeah. And then someone showed me the SNL sketch of uh, a very funny like alien invasion, uh, alien contact SNL sketch. And it was very similar. To, okay. yeah, oh, she, she just ripped off <laughs> yeah, SNL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look, it was, what, 1997? Wild year. Maybe yeah. it happened. Look at your math. Uh, yes, yes, is yes, that, yes, yes. Is that correct? 25... No, 98. Yeah. I was off. Nice. 1998. I'll, I will say for yeah. my sake, also a crazy year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even, we'll say even crazier year than 1997. And so there was a chance that this happened to her. Yeah. Listen, I hope it did. Well, in this loving way that she had contact with an alien. I don't right. want... And she just said vibrating. She didn't say it hurts. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> gentle yeah. massage. Gentle, gentle, anal probing massage. They might be just tickling us. They might think it's so funny. <laughs> Sounds deeply erotic. Yeah, maybe they've heard the cliche. So now they're doubling down on it because they're like, and this is what they think we do, then that's what I'm going to do. We'll take advantage. Speaking of crazy years, segue, not oh, 1997. Uh, but I was ignorant to like the challenger. Oh, oh boy, that's a <laughs> tough situation. I didn't know that, that they sent the teacher of the year. Yeah, teacher of the year was this eighty six? Eighty six. And I rewatched it after someone brought it up. I watched like the news oh. program. It is pulverized. The second you start it's, to see too yeah. much fire and fire, and then it's instantly pulverized. And it's so weird to hear the NASA tech being like, "We're ready to launch." This thing, mm. it's pulverized, and then they go. Uh, there's, we're gonna do a backup plan plan for whatever mishap is there, and it's just like Whoa. neutral, and I no one in the that. news is going like, "Oh my god, everyone got blown to smithereens," and it's very obvious and sad. There's like literally zero. It's like such a monotone, like step by step. Whoa, like like a calm collected. Y- yeah, like. It's so odd. I wonder if it was just the shock of like no one even knew how to respond to it. Like, what do you do? And you know you're live on TV, and you're just like, I would be screaming. Yeah, this is why I can't be a news reporter. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and I would love for you to be a news reporter. I love news bloopers, all that stuff. Oh my god, you're getting into the YouTube like greatest hits, that sort of thing. Do you have a favorite news blooper? I do like that one guy that's like. He's really professional, and then all of a sudden a bee gets him, and he's like gets really country, and he's like, "I hate these leaves." Oh, I love and that. This Colin, I don't like the one where the woman's stomping on grapes, and she has a clearly bad, like injured bunch. That's of a lung. real rough one. To no, it's too real. You're watching somebody break a bone or something, <laughs> yeah. get a concussion at the very least. <laughs> yeah, she makes an odd sound. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, there's a, this guy Ernie something <laughs> in New York, and I think he just. I don't even know what. Uh, inspires him to say this, but he says, fuck a chicken. On air. Oh, yeah. Why does he do that? I don't know, but it's very he's odd to watch. And he's just glitching. <laughs> he's At just truly point, breaking. You're just like, what? 
what are we reading? <laughs> what puppies were born today for the Wednesday morning program? Like, it's just like, <laughs> fuck a chicken. Yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah, maybe I should get into the news game now that it's shutting down. Uh, yeah. Feels like to be on the news is not quite what it used yeah. to be. I think we should play a game. Okay. We're going to play gift or a curse today. Okay. Uh, I need a number between one and ten from you. Okay, seven. Okay, I have to do some light calculating. So while I'm doing this... <laughs> You're good at you calculating. Can promote, I'm so good at calculating. Just you do Famous math for my calculations. Uh, you've got the mic. You can recommend, promote, do whatever you want. Oh, as right you're back. doing calculating? Yes. Oh, my goodness. What do I recommend? John Lewis's audiobook. Whew. Get into it. Love Representative John Lewis. What can I promote? True Lies is coming out March 1st on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. I play Helen, Jamie Lee Curtis's part originally. Uh, she's having a moment. That's exciting. What else can we say is amazing? Um, music. Tatiana from She-Hulk just sent me that very, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows it, but the cliche remix of uh, Pony from by Genuine and Britney Spears' Toxic. Ah, so hot. Just, <laughs> Very exciting song. <laughs> it's a mashup? Yeah. It's just great. We've got to get back. We need to bring mashups back. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I don't know why they went out of style. Yeah. It's just you put they're two fun. nice fun things together. We're yeah. having even more fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, it, it's weird how they kind of just vanished. Yeah. I think people do them on like TikTok, but oh. it's very odd to watch someone like DJ in their room. It's very sad. Right. So much of the things <laughs> I see on TikTok, I'm like, this is very sad to me. Like, I, I don't see the bit that they're doing. I see their lonely apartment. Right. You know what I mean? And the fact that they're inside <laughs> and no one else is there and they've managed to put up 10 videos today. You know what I mean? Oh, no. That's, That's why bleak. I can't watch porn either because I'm like, I can feel their emotions. Like, I don't think that girl wants to be there. <laughs> That's I can't a, watch this anymore. I mean, a great deal of empathy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your empathy is just ruining, ruining everything. Ruining my life! <laughs> <laughs> um, this is how we play gift or a curse. Okay. I'm going to name three things. You're okay. going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why. Okay. And I'm going to tell you if you're right or wrong, because okay. there are correct answers yes. here. Okay, so let's get into this. The first one is a listener suggestion from somebody named Sunite. Okay. And Sunite has suggested, gift or a curse, this is kind of long, movies where dead wives haunt their husbands with the memories of their perfect love and untimely demise. Gift or a curse? Gift or a curse. I didn't know there were movies like that. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. Okay, so, oh, sorry, sorry. Dead wife haunts ex-husband. Uh, haunts, well, husband, husband or ex-husband. Divorce, I think, is uh Until the person perhaps. dies? Is that The Crow? Is that I've what The Crow was? The crow. Is The Crow about that his wife been... dying and haunting him? Oh, I think I she, like he tries to avenge her. I'm going to go ahead with Curse because I'm confused <laughs> by the film already. <laughs> film genre, apparently, already. I like, like cute ghosts. You know, like sure. friendly ghosts. Cast like funny ghosts. Yeah. Uh, what's another cute ghost? Um, a little Mario ghost. Was the ghost him. from Ghost cool? I wouldn't just, dis- what? Uh, uh, Patrick Swayze? Oh, yeah, it was Patrick Swayze. It's more of a hot ghost. Yeah. Not so much cute territory. Yeah. But you're saying curse. I'm saying curse. You're right. Guess- you're absolutely right. I mean, I think, I think what this listener <laughs> is suggesting is like, the wife is basically used as a plot device to make the husband do whatever he's doing in the movie. So we kill off the woman so the guy gets to do something in the movie. So he has a 
purpose. Which right, right, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is a terrible thing for a movie. Uh, yeah. There, and my real problem Another is... Another way to erase a woman's role. <laughs> Just say it's a ghost and not have her there. Taking away jobs from women. Hashtag not cool. My, and my <laughs> ultimate problem with this is it actually could be a fun idea for a movie if the wife is like... Uh, the haunting is more of a harassment. Yeah. The husband can't get away from the yeah, wife yeah, and she's yeah. haunting him and yeah. his life has become a living hell because his ghost wife won't leave him alone. Yeah. That's a movie I and would watch. And he's like trying to date other people and move on. Right. But and she's out there goofing. There's this evil <laughs> ghost that's just haunting every, every one of his steps. Yeah. So that's a curse in every way possible. <laughs> Good. Excellently played. We've got the dump trucks coming by yeah. this garbage day. Yeah. So, listener, you may be hearing the thrill of my bins being dumped into the <laughs> back of a dump truck. Um, okay, number two. You've gotten one right so far. This is from a listener named Kate. Hi, Kate. Kate has suggested, gift or a curse, the phrase, wet my whistle. Wet my whistle. For me, mm-hmm. it is a curse. Okay. And that's because I feel like it's a phrase, but also it feels like it would have some crossover with like idioms, which I've never understood because I have a foreign parent. Oh, so sure. I learned that if you have a foreign parent where English is their second language, they don't know any idioms. Right. So I grew up not knowing any idioms or little phrases like wet my whistle. And I'm like, what is everyone talking about? And then I would use them incorrectly. I still don't know <laughs> what wet blanket means. Wet blanket's a weird one. I mean, it's, yeah. you're a, kind of a bummer to be around. Oh. But is it because it's, I think... The, well, no one wants the a wet meaning blanket. is like a wet blanket you would throw over a fire and it would put it out. Is that what we're talking about? I don't know. I think it's because it's gross. <laughs> no one wants it's a growing blanket. mildew. Yeah. Or sight for sore eyes. I, I didn't know what that was. That one makes Used it absolutely incorrectly. That's a real weird one. Yeah. So wet your whistle. No. It's a curse. Curse. Yeah. Sounds weird. I mean, you're right. I mean, it's gross. Yeah. Weird we're people wetting use that. anything yeah. when we're getting something wet yeah. is kind of gross. <laughs> and then what we're describing. Wet my uh, your mouth as a whistle. Yeah, and, but isn't the point of it like you're thirsty, right? Or you're about to speak. Yeah, you've got to wet your Get whistle. I don't want to think about someone wetting their mouth. <laughs> yeah, there's too much or moisture using there. That term for I gotta wet my whistle. Uh, wet my whistle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anybody <laughs> that would use that term, <laughs> no. that phrase. Hard uh, pass. Curse. Curse. Wet. No one should be wetting their <laughs> whistle. Okay. So you've gotten two out of two so oh far. My this is pretty good. Perfect. Pretty good. Uh, finally, listener named Nicole, gift or a curse having cereal for dinner? Oh, um, a gift. Okay, and why? Yeah, because it's delicious. It's non-conventional. There's no rules. Um, <laughs> I love cereal with like almond milk or oat milk. Oh, it's so delicious. I love cereal. What kind of cereal? I like, um, I've been eating some sort of paleo cereal that's like a strawberry flavor. Oh, that taste. sounds really nice. Good. I like, and I mix it sometimes with this like keto chocolate cereal. So all of a sudden it's like a chocolate oh. strawberry situation. Oh my goodness. Wow, you're a real yeah. culinary master. <laughs> yeah. I love cereal. Okay, so you were saying gift. Yes. Oh, Ginger, no, I hate to no. hear it. You could have had a perfect game. No. You could have had a perfect yeah, game and walked away a winner. <laughs> You've absolutely fallen apart in the last moments. It's a curse. It's a curse. Why? I, cereal for dinner doesn't work for me. <laughs> cereal, I've been recently eating cereal for lunch. Okay. Which is a real curveball. Okay. We all know cereal for dinner. It's 
gotten to a point that it's cliche. <laughs> and we know when you're eating cereal for dinner, things have fallen apart. It is in a your bad day. cinematic scene. It's almost like you've <laughs> yes. seen it in films where you're like, ah, they're right. like, their like, life's a mess. They're eating it's cereal. It's like for sitting dinner. in an empty bathtub. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we've seen it before. Who cares? Um, it's a bad situation. You can't end the day on a cereal unless oh, you make I the choice. I strongly disagree. Uh, a lunch you <laughs> lunch cereal i sure. really support it sure. if you sure. uh, <laughs> especially with these cereals is the cereal industry or we've got some new competitors that have cereals that actually feel like a meal you know these yeah. paleo cereals yeah, it's yeah. not all sugar so i've been eating some for lunch it feels fine yeah um, <laughs> but for dinner if i get to a cereal dinner i know things have gone Badly for me. It's a curse. And uh, you, I guess you've kind of had cereal for dinner with this game because you've oh, dropped the ball dropped in a huge <laughs> way. Embarrassing. It's obvious I've given up. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, decently played. Thank you. This is the final segment of the podcast. It's called okay. I Said No Emails. People write in to I Said No Gifts okay. at gmail.com. Oh, cute. They've got questions galore. I can't they ask all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please no. <laughs> Please no. Uh, and listener, I need to also tell you, you can submit gift or curse suggestions there. People are asking me this all the time. The email's right here in the podcast. I yeah. can't supply the email to everyone. That's what you do. Okay, but uh, will you help me answer a listener question with, yes. to some desperate person? Yes. <laughs> okay, this Who is... Who at least understood the email assignment from yeah. listening, <laughs> didn't need it blasted out in a newsletter. Exactly. Come on. This person's got it together. All right. <laughs> uh, this is Hello Bridger and Gorgeous, Gorgeous Guest. That's very nice. Oh my, I love that it's just generic. Uh, <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter who it is. I know. Like, it be a troll. It could be gone. What if it had been the yeah. most hideous person alive? Yeah. It would be really uncomfortable for me to say that. <laughs> the listener's putting me in a really dangerous position <laughs> here. Uh, okay, this is, I would hate to disrespect your valuable time, so I will get straight to the point. Could have gotten straight to the point by literally not including that yeah, line. Dump Continue. the sentence. <laughs> Do some editing before you send these that. things. Yeah. Hire an editor if it takes that, but... Oh, what a waste of our time. I've got valuable things to do. Uh, this is Sherry has been one of, and assuming who I know who Sherry is right okay. off the bat, Sherry has been one of my closest friends since childhood. Okay. We are both female in our mid-20s. Okay. She is being thrown a baby shower for her first birthday. We should, all, uh, we should also point out that this is the first baby in our friend group, and the shower is being thrown by her family, and I have not participated in the setup in any way. Okay, uh, she specifically texted our group chat today telling me and our other friends to please not bring gifts to her baby shower. Mm. This feels absurd to me as I already have a list of things I'm buying this baby with or without the pretense of a party. Also, it feels wrong to not bring a gift to a baby shower. Despite this, the last thing I want to do is upset the expecting mother. So, Bridger and guest, please tell me if I should bring her a gift or respect her wishes. Thank you in advance from your oh from your adorning fan. That's very nice. We love that. Yeah. Bailey. Bailey. Bailey and Sherry. We've got Bailey and Sherry, classic friend I group. I mean, as you know, when people say no gifts, you just do it anyways. Or that <laughs> that's your lived experience. Oh my god. Hundreds of times. Over <laughs> and over and over. Uh, what do you feel like about this situation though? When people say no gifts in a situation like that, do they really mean it in I assume they're just insanely rich. And so they're saying that to kind of acknowledge, like, just so you know, right, you, I'm, I'm good. good. Like, you don't have to. But uh, I would still bring something. 
this uh, I, I think the the real situation here is really uh, mad. It sounds like she and Sherry are best friends. So yeah. let's imagine Bailey showing up, piles of gifts. Yeah, lesser friends are there. Yeah, haven't brought gifts. But now also, Sherry looks like an asshole. Yeah, but also. So don't bring him to the shower and bring him the next day because she's your best friend. You're going to see her anyways. And you buy gifts for your friend's baby. I yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, I think that a nice thing to bring to a baby shower, uh, this situation is kind of do a, is it Sleeping Beauty situation where you bring a curse? Oh. Where you show up and make yeah. a huge scene yeah, yeah, yeah. and then curse the baby <laughs> for yeah. life. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's an option that's available and it, then it's not material. Yeah. So you're not showing up with yeah, a big yeah, yeah, bag yeah. or a big box. You're yeah. just uh, curse. Well, I mean, whatever would happen, you're trapped in a castle yeah. or you're going to die. or uh, I think that that's a nice thing to bring to a baby you, shower. Yeah, you could also... If you're gonna, if you already bought stuff, you could come early and secretly. Oh just yeah, but it's not bad. I I would I wouldn't be so strong enough as to say no gifts. I'd be like, <laughs> I hope they get me gifts. You know, what I'm bummed about it right now is I just bought a house and I'm like, man, I wish I could have a registry. Oh, like I can get you it. Imagine the things I bought for all my friends that are married, and I get it. They're setting up their house. All these yes. things. I'm buying it all by myself, and I'm just like. I wish I could have a registry for myself just for being like, hey, cool, good job, lady, you buy your own house. That should, that should be a thing. I felt the exact same I way. I know. We should normalize that. This because... is why I still have bad plates. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i not going to buy myself good plates. I yeah. need somebody to go to whatever yeah. department store yeah. or whatever and get me some classy some dishware. Stuff. Uh, yeah, you should be able to sign up for a registry no matter I what. I know. I should be able to go to whatever store and say, this is the event in my life. Yeah, and we really all should. Should. Some famous person did that. I forget who it was, an athlete or something, and people bought him the things. A millionaire athlete's doing this? I thought, it was, yeah, it was definitely like you a... Get a lie. I know. You've but, got the money. I know, but if he did it, can I do it? <laughs> I know exactly what I want. I know. I Everything really from anthropology. Like yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't get married anymore. That's what I'm saying. So, but then if you don't get married, you're you're still going to the weddings and buying course. all the things for all the friends. And I'm like, oh, can they get me my plates? Right. My blender's on its last legs. Yeah. I could use a decent new I blender. New, yeah, cool towel. Okay, maybe I'll, yeah, some nice towels. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on about the things that I have garbage <laughs> versions of. Yeah, because the people in my life didn't think to give me anything. Yeah. Oh, the point got... is, Bridger's Venmo is. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my home address. Is. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think Bailey got her answer. Have you heard about these baby showers where they like put food in diapers? These what weird is going games. On? I did some film for a friend one time, which was based off of this type of thing. I, I don't need a weird themed uh, bizarre oh, no. game that's really focusing on the weird parts of a baby <laughs> and the process and bizarreness that. It shits in a little yeah. thing, and then but you could put a chocolate bar in there, and then someone has to eat, and then they get points, but the points aren't real. No, 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 no. Everyone's oh, no, disgusting. I'll just bring a and, and call it a yeah, let's just have some normal food yeah. put out the board and cheeses yeah. and what have you. Don't yeah. make me eat out of a diaper. No, no. Good lord. No, not in front of people. I'll <laughs> do that in the privacy, my privacy in front of a TV Saturdays or at 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah, like, a bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, no, that's disgusting. I yeah. feel like there's some committee out there that's like inventing new disgusting ideas for you know baby showers, gender reveals, and then they spread them over oh the internet. And... Remember the gender reveal in LA that literally started a fire? Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, I think you can't have a gender reveal at this point without starting. Like, that's part of the fun. The tradition is, oh, we we caused yeah. a huge yeah. catastrophic. And people lost their homes, yes. and yeah, <laughs> somebody's eye got <laughs> yeah. blown out or something. Uh, we've got to cut it out with all of that. Well, Bailey, good luck to you. Curse the baby. Show up in a, you know, like a tornado or whatever. Fly yeah. down on the house and everyone's screaming. And the baby now has something to deal with for the rest of their mm-hmm. lives. We answered it perfectly. We did. I mean, no one could ask for more. No. <laughs> I'm uh, killing it. I, we're absolutely <laughs> killing it. Ginger, I now uh, own a little piece of you. Yes. I've got this Funko Pop doll. Uh, it's a collector's item. I didn't have to wait in line. Yeah. I don't think there's anything worth waiting in line for. If no, I have to I wait, don't in, wait line, in line, it's not worth it. Oh, no, no, no. I don't yeah. care how good the thing is. No. I'm, I'm not going to, you're yeah. not going to find me on the sidewalk. I'll gladly just walk to the front <laughs> and be like, are you going to do anything about it? Or are we cool? I'll just make a scene <laughs> in front of the store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm very excited to have this. I'll be displaying it. <laughs> and you've really f- found a way to focus the podcast on you, which is... <laughs> yeah, that was going my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger Gonzaga, Marvel She-Hulk, meh, all the things. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for thank being so here. Much. This is wonderful. So nice uh, listener, wow. Podcast is coming to a close and... I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you do whatever you need to do with your life. Uh, I can't remember what I was talking about at the beginning of this. Oh, uh, my toothbrush. Oh, maybe I'll get on to that. Check in on your batteries because there's a chance something's dying and then it'll be too late and you won't be able to use it. We've got to keep things charged. I've got to stop talking on the podcast. I have to let you go. This is the end. Goodbye. I love you. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Liana Squillacci. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey? Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit ExactlyRightStore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!